Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They're kicking off another week of football with a can't-miss offer. Bet just $1 on any football game and receive $150 in free bets instantly if you use the code PHNX. Johnny, what's going on? Our first time doing this from home. You've got a kid to keep an eye on. I've got a dog. Hopefully everything goes right. <laughs> yes, thankfully I don't have to watch either of my children while we do this, uh, and I'm hiding <laughs> from my family. No, it's super excited to be doing this live remotely. Cheerson, phenomenal job so far getting the intro going. Hope fans will come and hang out with us. Pose your questions in the comments, and let's preview Jaguars Cardinals. Yeah, and let's start with somewhat bad news. So the injury report, of course, it always comes out Friday afternoon. Yeah. The most interesting part of it is DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a game time decision and he's dealing with some sort of uh, rib injury. It's, uh, you know, Kelvin Beecham's also dealing with a rib injury, but that's one thing um, you just, depending on the severity of it, that's something that's pretty hard to overcome. Yeah, I do think he'll play. Let me put the, a big caveat on. I think DeAndre Hopkins is active. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network kind of alluded to it. Uh, and I mean, let's face it, does DeAndre Hopkins need an influx of, of practice during the year? Probably not. I do think he'll be active. Now, how effective will he be? I don't know. I've thought all along, given the Cardinals situation with their injuries, especially offensively, that this is going to be more so a game where you try to lean on the run game. Jacksonville's very susceptible to the run. The Cardinals need to get back to basics. They didn't run the ball enough effectively last week against Minnesota, which allowed the Vikings to hang around. And, and let's be honest, Cheerson, they're an eight-point favorite. They're probably at times this week looking ahead to, to add L.A. Uh, in two weeks. So you want to try to get out of this game with a W on the road and as healthy as possible. So I don't expect them to you know, go out, all out with Hopkins. And I certainly think you could win without him, especially with the way Christian Kirk's playing. You've got right. A.J. Green, who came on last week, and then, of course, Rondell Moore. But I do think he'll be active, whatever that looks like. So I kind of compare it to like the um, the boy who cried wolf, Kelly, kind of, but not really. But in a okay. sense with DeAndre Hopkins, where he is just like he always misses so many practices that everyone's like, oh, that's just DeAndre. He, he'll, yes. he'll be good. He'll be good to go. He'll be good. And like nobody's ever really concerned about it. But one of these days he will miss a game and then everyone's going to be like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. It's a position where you, you don't need a ton of practice reps when you're at this stage of his career. And it's a it's a vulnerable Jaguar secondary. They're missing their top two corners, potentially. They're both questionable with injuries. The Cardinals have to be smart, but at the same time, like, I don't remember, maybe you, you can cheer. I don't remember the last time he was inactive for a game. He's never missed a game as a member of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't remember dating back to his time in Houston if he ever missed a game. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, he might not have. You're right. Um, Marco Wilson is also a game time decision. Um, Byron Murphy is questionable among others. So um, even if everybody is able to play on Sunday, I would still say this early in the season, you've got people dealing with stuff like rib injuries and whatnot, ankles, like that kind of stuff that's easily reaggravated. I would say, okay, don't lose sight of that because we might see some reoccurring themes and injuries throughout the year. So, yes, they're probably all good to go, but uh, moving forward, we'll see. 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be longing for that week one injury report after not too long. <laughs> so you you alluded to the to the trap game concept. Um, here's why I don't believe. There's two reasons why I don't believe this is going to be a trap game. Okay. First is they can look back to just last year where they got off to that 2-0 start and fell to uh, the Lions in week three, went on uh, and fell to the Panthers a week after that. So they obviously don't want to repeat what they just did last year. And then the other thing is it's not like they blew out the Vikings last week. This team is very well aware that they got very lucky and they should have lost that game. And they're aware that they have a lot of things to clean up. So had it been a blowout and it was back-to-back blowouts to start the season and they're like, man, we're we're freaking good and we're riding high. I mean, it was a little bit of a heat check last week. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, like that stuff can't be happening. Yeah, and they won last week because they had better players. Their talent is superior to Minnesota. But they lost the turnover battle. They lost the, the penalty battle. And you're right, should have lost that game. If Minnesota had a competent kicker, they'd be one and one right now. Uh, I'm with you. And I think they know also in part because the NFC West, you just have to keep up with the division, right? LA's 2-0, San Francisco's 2-0. Nobody thinks Seattle at one and one's going in a free fall. So you have to have a sense of urgency every week just to compete in this division. Uh, and so while it's conceivable that three teams from the division, you know, dare I say four teams could get in the playoffs. I think the Cardinals understand that even dropping an out-of-conference game to Jacksonville could really hurt their chances, especially when you consider, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury's won three divisional games in two years. He was one and five his first year, two and four last year. They can play 500 ball in the division and get into the postseason as long as they take care of business elsewhere. You got to win these games, even though it's on the East Coast. I'm more encouraged because they took care of a business against Tennessee on, on the East coast or potential time zone, whatever it is. And the fact that, you know, Jacksonville's in such disarray with their coaching, they've got a young quarterback, their talent just isn't very good for me, for the Cardinals to lose this game, it would have to be a catastrophic meltdown that included multiple turnovers by the offense. And because we saw them turn the ball over last week, several times in the second half, I think they're going to be buttoned up and they're just going to assert their will offensively, and that'll be enough. Well, here's what DJ Humphreys had to say about it. I think uh, coming off a game like last week, everybody kind of came to work, you know, with the focus of we got a lot of stuff to clean up. You know what I mean? Um, when we get a little luck, we, we're one-on-one. So I think everybody came to to this week with that type of mindset. So I, I know it's something that in our room we haven't really thought about it being a trap game. Uh, we're definitely not taking them lightly. We haven't talked about it like this is a – pushover team or anything like that. They got a lot of talent over there. So we're treating we're treating them that way. All right. So he kind of echoed what my thoughts were at the beginning of the week, you know, and nothing necessarily new there. But one thing that I was reminded of today, the last time the Cardinals got off the three no star was back in 2015. Also the last time they made the playoffs. So it's easier said than done. First of all, can I just say something about that clip? DJ Humphreys is like one of the most impressive put-together tackles. Has to be in the NFL. I mean, just his his maturation process since they drafted him in, in 2015. I mean, he is he looks like super solid. I've never seen that that clip before. But yeah, you're right. The the Cardinals need to put themselves in a position to get off in a fast start. So if they have hiccups late, they've built kind of this buffer and you know, 
I think that they can compete for the division just like they did in 2015, as long as they take care of business outside of the division, if that makes sense. I think they're toe-to-toe with San Francisco. They have a clear quarterback advantage. They've split with Seattle in the past. You know, we'll see what happens with the Rams. I think they're very top-heavy. A couple injuries there, you never know what happens. But from a national perspective, there's only like a handful of teams left that are undefeated. Cardinals are the, one of the biggest favorites this weekend. From a national perspective, it would be great for the Valley and the Cardinals to escape this week with a victory and be maybe one of two to three teams left undefeated. 100%. And in order to do that, I guess there's, I guess there's two things that I want to see. I think the Cardinals got away from the run game a little bit. So, yeah, definitely, and you you alluded to it, definitely, you know, be more involved with the run game. But, yeah. you know, Kyler Murray's coming off, you know, offensive player of the week honors. The Cardinals have one of the top offenses in the league. I mean, to a point, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but going up against a rookie quarterback, I would say lean on that front seven again, uh, you know, cause him havoc. Mess him up as much as you can. Get in his, into his head. I know he has two weeks under his belt, but he is still going through a lot of growing pain. So take advantage of Trevor Lawrence. Um, and, you know, I want to see the front seven get back to a performance like they had in week one. Yeah, they weren't good enough last week. I mean, the defensive line was low average. The entire front seven as a unit tackled really poorly. I expect that as you do be cleaned up. Uh, and Jacksonville's offensive line is just, you know, it's below average. To, to put it best. And so I know Frank, and, and, Frank yesterday, we kept talking that their offensive line up as if they were like one of the best in the league. I don't know where that was coming from. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, that that's, I mean, they played Houston. Week <laughs> Sorry, one, Frank, so we don't need to talk behind, behind your back. <laughs> and last, last week, who'd they play? They played um, maybe Baltimore. Broncos. I can't remember. Broncos. Well, then they have a good pass rush, but I, I think Chandler Jones gets home. JJ Watt needs to show up. Um, yeah, it's a good get right game for a lot of players on defense. Okay. So I did see something interesting. Uh, Josh Hermsmeyer tweeting this out. Okay. Uh, he says the highest off target throw rate in the NFL through, uh, two weeks of play since 2009. So the highest off target throw rate, which means that's not good in the yeah. NFL through two weeks of play since 2009, one, Trevor Lawrence at wow. 35% and to Tim Tebow, 34.4%. So people are already starting to make, I mean, I don't know if that's fair. It's so early, but people are already yeah. starting to make comparisons to Trevor Lawrence and Tim Tebow. Obviously oh, no. Tim was great. Making at, those and, comparisons? <laughs> well, I think, well, listen, when I, when I Googled Trevor Lawrence, there was, this was one of the first articles that came up was an article yeah. that had this tweet in it. So I, I think they're just saying like, and I think just because Tim Tebow just tried to, you know, make a comeback, make the team as a tight end that people are also trying to, you know, force comparisons, but it is interesting. I, I don't think that's fair to do that, but anytime, and I don't think that he would even bat an eyelash at something like that. I mean, it's, Trevor Lawrence is a fantastic quarterback, although Tim Tebow is a fantastic college quarterback too. So, That's true. I don't well, know. <laughs> here's, here's what I will say about that, that maybe is, is worth at least monitoring, right? So Kyler Murray, as a rookie, completed 64% of his throws. He was incredibly accurate, especially what we saw from Josh Rosen the year before. Last year, he was at 67. This year, he's at an elite level, 73. Almost one, uh, three out of four passes is a completion. At the collegiate level, had a very high 
completion percentage. Trevor Lawrence, I don't think ever at Clemson had a completion percentage over 65%. That's at the college level. In the ACC, where you're playing a lot of garbage universities, and I get it, Kyler was you know in the Big 12 too, but at least he produced. So far in two games, his completion percentage has been 54 against Houston in his first game. Last week against Denver, he had one good kind of rainbow touchdown in the end zone, but he was 14 of 33, 114 yards, and a 42% completion percentage. Kyler Murray has never sniffed a, a below-average passing game like that in the NFL. And I, I wrote an article, shameless plug, on, on gophnx.com to, this afternoon comparing their two situations, that Kyler and, and Trevor both top picks, both went to dysfunction, both have collegiate head coaches making the NFL jump for the first time. And I, I would argue Kyler was in a much more difficult situation given the division. I mean, we both think the AFC South is kind of a joke. And yet Trevor has had an underwhelming start to his career. So I, I definitely, I wouldn't dismiss it. Um, and we've got all this hype surrounding Trevor. But I, I just think at the end of the day, Kyler Murray might be one of the more underrated top picks overall. Because number one, coming into that season, he was a little bit of an unknown. He opted to play baseball and then he pulled back from baseball like so late in the process that we didn't get a chance to nitpick him. And so now he's surpassing expectations, in my opinion. I just think that Trevor Lawrence has got a high mountain to climb. I'm not saying he can't do it, but not the best start to his young career. All that makes me think of is, listen, this guy is having an awful start. Yeah. Continue like take advantage of that wreak havoc, make it a nightmare for him to play, you know, play you and move on with it. But I think they should take Cardinal should take full advantage of it. Last year, I go back to what kind of quarterbacks, young quarterbacks gave them trouble. You know, two had a good game. Uh, Jalen hurts had a good game, but those guys, especially Hurts, super mobile. And the Cardinal defense was kind of falling apart at that point in the season. Trevor is by all accounts, a conventional pocket passer. So I think that there, there are going to be opportunities to rally him in the pocket. All right. So you mentioned it. The Cardinals have moved up. Moved up. They're now eight-point favorites this weekend. Mm-hmm. I picked the Cardinals and the points last week, and they couldn't get it done for me. But mm-hmm. for my DraftKings pick of the week this week, I'm just going to repeat it. I'm saying the Cardinals are going to okay. win. I'm going to take the points as well. And um, I also, Johnny, I was so excited because, you know, we've been talking about same game parlays. I'm going to pull mine up all week. And I've been waiting to tell you what I did. Okay. Okay. Ready? Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. So my three picks are the Cardinals are going to win the race to 15 points. They're going to lead at the end of each quarter. Okay. And they're going to win by five or more. Dude, I love that parlay. That's great. That's So I, I bet $25 and my total payout, if I hit, will be $71.25. That's great. I think you can start <laughs> counting your dollars now. I'm so glad I got your stamp of approval. <laughs> that's that's that. You can cash your money out same day, same day parlay cash out on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 
Excellent. Excellent. Bet. Yes. But as always, remember when it comes to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, always 21 and over Arizona only gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And we actually want to celebrate the Cardinal success up to this point. So we've got a deal going on right now um and i believe we actually put the wrong graphic in there so i'm just going to go ahead and take that down that's not the correct graphic we are doing 20 percent off of all cardinals of all cardinals gear to honor their 2-0 start to the season and the shirts are awesome so if you do you don't have to be a member to buy one uh, but that deal is exclusive to our members um you can also go to phnxlocker.com and check out the cardinals gear and everything else we have if you're a member of course always you get to read johnny's awesome comments uh, comments comments uh, that I are mean, in his articles what about commenting <laughs> on my own article what i was like hey this is great and I use, like, a he has area. conversations with himself about his takes on in his articles so it's great please come comment on my articles <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Moving on. Um, all right. So we were talking about DJ Humphreys. He probably had, and this is a theme with him, he continues to have not only the best quote of the day, but quite possibly the week, just week after week. So yeah, uh, he was trying to share what Kelvin Beecham told the, the the position group, and it was something inspiring. And then he forgot quite what that was. Beach told us a, a, a quote today uh, from Aristotle. I think he said, uh, "He said greatness. Greatness is is uh, it's not an act; it's a habit." Damn, I just I just botched that quote. <laughs> damn, I just I just couldn't. It was Beach. Beach. Damn, I need this is what you need. Beach right here. You give me a give me a great. He, it was it was awesome. It was a great quote though. It, it, basically, what he was saying was, you know. Uh, being great and doing things the right way is it's not an act, it's a habit, it's something that you practice every day and make and you make it a habit. So damn, I just ruined that quote. I'm sorry guys. It was a great one too. I wrote it, I wrote that quote the whole day. That that, that juiced me up for the whole Friday and it's, it's gone. So dang. I know it was Aristotle though, so <laughs> there she go. Thank you so much back there. We are what we repeatedly do. Which means excellence is not an act, it's a habit. Hold on on three. One, two, three. <laughs> so that was that was exactly how he said it. Beach usually never says anything. So every time he says something, it's something like that. Like it's a quote from Aristotle or like somebody, something like that along those lines. So you ever seen Phineas and Ferb? He's he's Ferb. You know, it never really says anything, but when he does say something, you're like, right, all right. You There's so much the good stuff conference. right now. You say, for those of you who don't know, that was Cheerson. That was Cheerson's <laughs> voice there. It's saving the press conference, saving DJ Humphreys from himself, butchering the quote. What? Give me a play-by-play of what that what that was like. Well, I knew what, I knew the quote he was talking about, and so I. I but I did. I never. I didn't know it was Aristotle. So I was like. So I put in one of the lines of the quotes and then it brought the whole thing up and said Aristotle. I was like, oh, I got it. And so I just, I waited for a pause and I was like, well, let me throw you a bone. <laughs> right, because you got to give him grace to try to work through it because, man, he was yeah. trying to get through it. Per- Excellent job. Quote of the day, video of the day.
And the, I don't, Johnny, did you ever watch Phineas and Ferb? I don't even know what that is. No. Oh my goodness. It was one of my favorite cartoons. Now I was probably, I was like a little bit older. What's so it like, called? it's not like Phineas and Ferb. It's like a, it was a Disney channel cartoon, but it was a take on uh, Phineas and Ferb, like two scientists. Okay. And probably um, past, past my time. I'm yeah. Old. Well, okay. I, I like I had not heard of like anybody mentioned Phineas and Ferb in so long. So, that, so Humphreys was kind of like quoting a cartoon or like Yeah, it was a cartoon. cartoon. It was a fantastic cartoon that I used to love. And I can't I wanted to talk to you about Perry the Platypus, but you don't even know what that is. Ah. Yeah, we, we watch a lot of Paddington Bear and Peppa Pig in this house and it just it's not a good thing. So maybe we'll put it on the list. <laughs> Wait, did you say Paddington? Paddington Bear, yeah. Oh, that's that's like old. So that they re they it resurfaced. Yeah, it's a new animated show. You know, they have the movies with like live action, but this is like it's a wonderful animated show on Nick Jr. that I can gotcha. stomach. One of the few that I can stomach. Gotcha. There is uh, my niece used to watch Bubble Gump, Bubble Gumpies, Bubble Gumpies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At nauseum. That's a, yeah. that's a rough watch. <laughs> You know, you know, Paddington, there's some culture. They've got the, the British accents, you know, a little bit more astute and, yeah. and learned. Yeah, it's good. Patty, and the guy that does Paddington in Kid Show does the voice in the live action. So it seamless transition. Oh, yeah. There you go. So in case anybody, you know, after this podcast is over, wants to go watch Adventures of Paddington Bear. It's a good, good watch. <laughs> Back to our podcast. <laughs> Um, okay, so Cliff is all, I mean, I love this version of Cliff Kingsbury. He is more sarcastic and kind of, I don't want to say that he's throwing people under the bus, but like he just, uh, whether it's himself or, like you know, whoever else or something. He, I kind of feel like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to, how to describe this. Let me just play the bite. Like I, okay. I was like, oh my goodness, shots fired a little bit. This would be good. Okay. To Texas Tech. So <laughs> every week felt like the Dallas Cowboys. No, I, I, I loved it because of the parody. I mean, it's week in and week out. You, you have a chance, you know, it's any given Sunday. You actually have a chance to defeat that team. And that was refreshing for me. All right, so that was that was in response to Urban Meyer's comment about how every week in the NFL it's like playing Alabama, and so he so Cliff was asked about that, and he was like, "I coach at Texas Tech. Every week's like playing the Dallas Cowboys That's because right. of our talent level." Yeah, <laughs> I think where Cliff gets a bad rap and what everybody goes to, and I agree with that. Like they didn't have pro players. At, at his university outside of Patrick Mahomes. I think Cliff would get much more of a pass and would be seen as an overachiever for what he did offensively at Texas Tech if Mahomes was not there. And it's not like he like didn't develop Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes was phenomenal at Texas Tech. They just, they would lose games like 60 to 50 or whatever it was. So I, I, I'm with you. I've always felt like, especially when they were winning last year, could, could he have gotten a Hopkins, a Kenyon Drake, you know, an elite skilled player, a Chandler Jones at Texas Tech, never, right? And we, we discredit the Big 12, but it's a real conference. They've got, you know, major bowl teams, certainly Oklahoma. So I, that's, that's hilarious. I hadn't heard that. 
All right, I'm going to mention this really quickly just because I thought it was interesting. Um, I, you might not think it's as, as interesting, but I did see an no, article on ESPN that said uh, what Cardinals Kyler Murray, Jaguars Trevor Lawrence could have made in NIL dollars. So I, I just think it's such a hot topic right now. Like, Kyler's been asked, like, do you feel like you got gypped because you missed it? And he said no or whatever. But we're just we're still like making that transition into being it's like Frank as a former player, like getting used to like sports betting being legal. It's like Mm -hmm. something that's still a little like even though it was done secretly and under the table for ever (laughs) um for for players to be able to sign deals and make money out in the open um it's it's still we're still in that adjustment period so this article says that um Basically, they would have had the opportunity to make about four or five million dollars in off the field, like deals and things like that, um, like had had they had the opportunity to do that. Well, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm not going to sit here and and accuse either player that they got money under the table, but like I'm not going to not say it either. I I think there's in some way, shape or form. Before this came out, every major recruit was was greasing, getting their palms greased to some extent. So, uh-huh. but now they can feel feel better about it, and be out in the open with it, and be proud of the endorsements that they secure because they themselves secured it, right? So, it's a good thing for college football, certainly overdue. All right, Newman is—I don't know if you can hear him running around here, but he is getting a little antsy here. Hey, it's better than what I got. <laughs> I'm having to mute my mic because it's just insanity behind my door. So um, I think it doesn't have like a rawhide bone to hang out with. I know he was chewing away on the rawhide bone, but now I he think he, he I, I should have fed him before we started. He wants dinner. He wants to go play outside. He's got a lot of things that he wants right now. So he's moved on from the rawhide bone. That's right. <laughs> um, that I would rather go and walk your dog than face what's on the other side of this door so (laughs) oh my goodness i feel like there's some sort of some sort of bet or wager that we could put on that and uh speaking of just one more time just wanted to remind you guys that right now if you sign up for the DraftKings sportsbook app using the code phnx and bet just one dollar in any football game you're going to get 150 dollars in free bets instantly also i was talking about the same game part same game parlays uh bet that i placed earlier today uh if you do place the same game parlay on any nfl game this week you're also going to be credited up to 25 dollars if your bet loses so i bet 25 dollars and my payout will be 74 something if i hit so awesome stuff going on and um all right (laughs) I like to laugh and I like to have fun. So we're just going to keep laughing and having fun here, Johnny, until uh, this thing good. ends. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I was on Rondale Moore's Instagram earlier and I looked okay. at his story and this was on it. So it is a receipt from Popeye's for <laughs> over $200 worth of chicken and biscuits With the name, if you look closely, you'll see that the name on the order says DeAndre. So I don't know if 
this was just DeAndre's order or if this was uh, food for the, all the receivers or what the case was, but uh, he put on this rookie number two emoji, uh, ain't it? So, <laughs> wow. What? I'm putting you on the spot here. What's the most you've ever spent at on fast food? You, could you put a number on it? Do you eat fast food? I know you, you, I know you probably don't eat fast food now. Yeah. So I put away, I would say like a late night coming home from a bar type deal. I think I probably spent like, I don't know, like $16 on Taco Bell. I feel like that's probably it. Yeah. I know. Well, because I, I, my stuff's like, my stuff's cheap that I get from there. So like you could, I mean, literally you could like eat yourself into a true coma off $16 worth of stuff I get from Taco Bell. (laughs) You can eat like a king at Taco Bell. That's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I would say I, Taco Bell would have been my answer too. uh, But just to mix it up, I mean, like if you, Wendy's isn't particularly cheap. We in central Illinois, we were big on Wendy's. And you get the frosty and you get the fries and you get a burger, right? Uh, I'm trying to think what else was, was good. Like at the, the bars that we would go to had like really bad, cheap, like Mexican, like legitimate Mexican places that were open. And ba- they basically stayed open until the like people were gone. Like they stayed up until like three or four in the morning. And you would wait in line and get that. And they would charge you an obscene amount of money and you'd pay whatever. Um, but fun fact, I ate so much Taco Bell in college. I have not had it since. So I like to tell people I'm, I'm 12, 12 years sober from Taco Bell, 11 years sober since I graduated college in 2010, because I just can't. I can't <laughs> so I have not had it in 11 years. Wow. Um, you know, I, I feel like Taco Bell was so much better back then. Every time I have it yeah. now, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. This is going to be so good. And I'm like, yeah. no, no. Popeye's is great. Like I, I did not. I never, never had, had it. Popeye's before. Until like they started pumping up their chicken sandwich. And then like during the pandemic, I lived in uh, Eugene and they didn't have one in Eugene. So I literally, my wife was asleep and I put my kids in the car and I drove to Portland with my kids in the car. Cause my, Stop it. True story. I gave my son his tablet. I put, I'm like, cause it just, it was like quarantine. There was nothing to do. And it was cold out. And my wife, I'm like, have a night to yourself. I'm going to go drive with the kids in the car. Because that was something you did during quarantine in Oregon. But you knew and, that you were heading to Popeye's? Yeah, and you I was going to go pick it up. Yeah. And I got it. And it was fantastic. So, yeah, that's probably my go-to chicken sandwich now for sure. So, I, I respect the $200 plus purchase. I'll have to do. I'll have to ask a follow-up, though. If it was just for DeAndre, how much honey he put on the chicken and biscuits. True. If it was all for him. And... um yeah, I don't know. That's just good stuff. That's funny. Um, also, I saw Kyler tweet this out. Um, this is what we saw that was, I guess it's like a plastic thing that he just puts into his, oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to keep this graphic up here for a second because there's chaos oh. with my dog going behind behind he, the graphic right he's now. He's not a Bruce Lee fan, I guess. <laughs> oh my yeah. Well, um, Newman. He is. Um, is his name Newman? It's Newman. Yeah, like Seinfeld. Like from Seinfeld. That's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, he is. Um, he's he's done behaving. All right, I'll take it down. Uh, anyway, I just thought it was cool. It kind of went. It kind of went viral. Uh, that you could see. I mean, this kind of like the picture kind of peeps through Kyler's pants. Um, yeah. Uh, and his like his um, what do you call that? His thigh. Yeah, it's, it's a thigh. So yeah, I thought it's creative. I don't think I've ever seen any um. Anyone do that before I'm getting fit? Just wait, and they're going to have advertisements on their thigh pad that they can get away with. <clears throat> Hi, Junior. Can I come here for one second? Let's, let's bring him on camera. What you, can, you, can you lift him up here? There he is. Want to say hi? He just wants to bite me. Okay, thank you. He's like, the game's not We're almost Sunday. done. You're, in my, you're on my time now. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to bring up from social media is I totally missed this. Yesterday it came out, but DeAndre Hopkins teamed up with the Arizona Cardinals yeah. and um, the NFL Flag League to create his own flag football league out here in Arizona, which I thought was awesome. I don't know how I missed that yesterday. Um, and it's going to be like all over the valley and it's for kids that got, uh, you know, for um, – you know, for certain kids that meet certain requirements, it's going to yeah. be just ten dollars to join the league, which is That's awesome. Great. And it starts at the beginning of December, so good for him. Get my six-year-old signed up, run around. And yeah, there you go. Show up, show up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it said that he'd be giving. I don't know what the what the extent will be or whatever, especially if um, you know while he's in season. But yeah. it said there would be some sort of D hop element to it. So that's that's awesome. Good on him. Yes. Um, you know, we recently talked to his mom and we know everything that, that he helps her with and that she yeah. has done on her own. And, you know, DeAndre has always been somebody that's been ingrained in the community, wants to, you know, do more than just play football. So that's awesome. Good on him. Yes. Looks like the leagues are through Phoenix, Scottsdale, Peoria, Tempe, or Levine. So if you're winning one of those areas, sign your kids up. Maybe D Apple show up. Hopefully he won't show up. I think their league runs through February. Hopefully yeah. he's not around too much. That would mean bad news for the Cardinals and their their playoff aspirations. But right, that would right. Yeah, we want we want the Cardinals to um, to be going as long as possible, which unfortunately yeah. would mean D Hop wouldn't be able to be out there. But kind of a you know. All right, Sunday. Johnny. Uh, it's just you and me on Sunday. Frank is he bailed on us. You know what? That's why we did two live shows this week in studio. I'll miss Frank, but we'll crush it. Maybe Saul, our GM, maybe going to come hang out. The good news yeah. is, is uh, I'll be there bright and early for our football show, so our uh, PHNX tailgate show. If you're uh, in the mood, uh, check us out on YouTube. We uh, kick off at 9 a.m. Sunday, and we talk gambling, have a couple beverages. I'm not covering the team in person this week, so I'm going to partake. I'll probably be shit face by the time we do our show cheers <laughs> johnny yeah, I, 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 I have to write an article but i'll have a drink or two with with saul and shane but it's a lot of fun the good news is our programming is essentially non-stop between the live shows we do on sunday the coverage that cheers and i'll have with the game we'll be hanging out on twitter all afternoon articles content podcasts you name it here at uh, go phnx and if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, to our podcast, or following us on social media, it's at PHNX underscore sports, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Johnny, I'm going to go take care of you. Hey, have a good walk. <laughs> I'll see you Sunday.
Go Cardinals. All right, see ya.